Dookie. Um, hello? Dookie, it's time. It's time for us to return to podcasting on a weekly basis. Will you come with me? I will ride with you. Wait, really? That was a lot easier than I had imagined. I had like a whole heroic like monologue and everything, but damn it. Um, well, uh, do you, do you have a car that we could use to to get to your house to record said podcast? I wrote a Griffin, but uh, it flew away. It, it's gone. Um, no, I I I don't. I I just agreed because I'm I'm free next week. I I didn't have an arrangement. I thought maybe I could do it, but now you're asking me for transportation and. <laughs> Well, it's a bit much. (laughs) (laughs) We're back, baby. It's happening. It's live. Not really. To the wow. To the wow. And welcome back to A Little Bit of Nerd, your recreation destination for all things nerdy. I'm your host, as usual, Jalen Holston, and joining me, as always, is Mr. Bilkey. How are you doing today, sir? Coming off a tough loss against a rival school, but my spirits are higher than ever now that we're back at the pod. Yes. Yes, indeed. That was indeed a tough, tough volleyball match. I I watched the last little bit of it. That seemed like you were going to have a stroke. Um, yes, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to come from playing and having an expectation for yourself and then moving to the coaching position where you can't, you can't play for them. If they don't want it, they're not going to go for it. And it's, it's hard to watch that sometimes. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's tough. But anyways, listen, people, a lot of things have happened since the last pod. We had some in real life things to take care of and the work and the, the volleyballs and everything. Everything happened. Everything life was life happens. Life happens to us all, as they say. But we're back. Um, first and foremost, while we were gone, Mr. Stephen Hawking, one of the greatest minds to ever exist on planet Earth, has passed away. It's unfortunate. We would just like to give our respects to the Hawking family. Yes, thoughts and prayers go out to him. That's. It, I mean, I think his life expe- expectancy was not to where he reached but i mean yeah I mean, he he lived longer than i think people gave him time for credit for whatever you want to call it but we are going to miss you mr hawking dearly indeed as he watches over us in our nerdum. but anyways in oh, big actually, in hold on, bigger <laughs> i saw the funniest thing I, <laughs> okay it's kind of in bad taste or whatever oh no so there's a comic of stephen hawking and he gets to the stairways, the stairway to heaven, and okay. he's in his wheelchair, and he just it just says "fuck." Right <laughs> oh <laughs> my like... god, dude! What the? F- <laughs> no. Made me laugh, but I said it's in bad. That's days. messed up. That's messed up on so many levels. <laughs> Jesus, they need to add an escalator. It's 2018. <laughs> Jesus, come on, come on, Lord. <laughs> oh, but there's a new Deadpool trailer out. Infinity Wars coming. We got all the goodies for you here on a little bit of nerd. So let's get into the the first thing on the docket. As recently as today, there is a new Deadpool trailer out. We both watched it. Bilky, what you like about the new trailer? Um, I liked a, pretty much everything about it. There is one part that's popping out in my head right now was from the first trailer when he takes the um the two action figures and he puts his nuts on cable's head <laughs> and then they showed it in the trailer <laughs> i was actually geeking i was like okay follow oh. through he's actually gonna put his nuts in his face it's gonna be awesome um no really excited to see the yes no <laughs> excited so to see the um the new x-men characters that are joining his super uh, what fuck what do you call it x Force, baby. That's a Rob Liefeld deep cut from the 80s. It's going to be awesome. I want to see their powers and stuff. I want to see Domino really bad. I also want to see Domino. This like take on the character I think is really interesting. And I thought it was funny that they poked fun at like, you can't make Domino. Like There's nothing cinematic about having good luck as a superpower. Like <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I also like the shots of Cable, obviously. We got a full, basically, cut of the narrative. Uh, there's a there's a mutant kid, obviously, that's really important that they need for the world. Cable's trying to kill him. Deadpool's trying to stop Cable from killing them. Pretty basic. I love it. Can't wait for it. They uh they made an awesome, I guess, shout out or maybe they're throwing shade. I don't know. Do you remember whenever Ryan Reynolds played Deadpool, but he was Weapon X? Yes. Oh, at the, the end, yeah, yeah, with the swords. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> Cable's lighting him up with the dead. bullets, and he's trying to like block all of them or whatever. And he's like, "Oh, your bullets—they're—they're—they're they're really fast." <laughs> he's just got holes in his chest. I, that I was think this great. is going to be a good movie. A lot of the times sequels suffer, but Ryan Reynolds spent 10 to 15 years just trying to get the first one made. There's no way he's going to let this have a poor performance. It, it's his baby, man. Like, There's no way he's going to let his baby just get thrown a cast to the wayside. Um, regardless of the whole TJ Miller situation, uh, I think it's going to be fine. It's yeah, that was, that was messed up. I was fine. like, what the hell, dude? Yeah. <laughs> you, were, you were riding such a, a wave of positivity, and then you just had to go shoot a hole in your boat. Multiple holes, in fact. <laughs> like it was the sexual uh, assault thing that he had going on was was bad enough as it was. But then this most recent, like him doing the fake bomb threat thing. Now he's possibly facing jail time. What the hell are you doing, man? At least he finished shooting for Deadpool two. I mean, I guess, and it's a little late to cut him. They can't really Kevin Spacey him now. It's like no, nah, they're like not going to cut two him away. Out. Yeah, like it's rough. But, he uh, plays an important role as Deadpool's friend and ally. He's not. Gonna, there's no way they're going to cut him out. No, they won't. I, I, he's going to be in the movie regardless. And listen, T.J. Miller is a fantastic. He's charismatic. I love him in pretty much whatever he's in. He was in Ready Player One by surprise. I didn't think his stuff was in there but i heard his voice i was like oh my god tj miller hilarious but then i was like oh wait uh awkward i you know that scene in uh the first deadpool whenever wade comes back and he shows him his face yes i bet most of that was ad-libbed i think i think he's that funny he is he really is you look like an avocado (laughs) fucked an older avocado (laughs) (laughs) oh my god but yes uh cannot wait for deadpool 2 can't come with an agreed. Yes, agreed. ASMR. <laughs> um, but while we're on the subject of Marvel, there's a small little picture. I don't, it's not really that, you know, it's really tiny. I don't know if anyone's heard of it, but it's this little thing called Infinity War. It's coming down the pipe. What's that? Well, in our absence, uh, news has been discovered that it actually is coming out a week earlier than planned. It comes out next Friday, the 27th. Yes! <laughs> The audible orgasmic moans <laughs> of Stephen Bilkey have now been recorded for documentation. Fuck. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we're just going to give you a rundown of the the stuff that's probably going to happen. I'm going to give you some bold, deep-cut predictions. I got a couple lined up that you aren't ready for. I don't know if you're, like, get your nerdy sweatpants on. It's going to get filthy in here. That's my, actually my hero name. It's Captain Sweatpants. Sweatpants. <laughs> 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 but anyways, the Thanos is coming. The world's going to blow up probably. So, yeah, that's Infinity War for you. Bilky, what do you need to walk away from, you know, as we do here on A Little Bit of Nerd? When you right. go see this movie, what do you need for yourself for this to be a good film? Like, what is one thing you, you need to have as you walk out of the theater? Oh, I think I need questions answered that have made their way through several movies. I need I need character death. It's going to be sad, and I'm preparing myself to be sad, but I need Marvel to chop someone. Yeah. They need to go through with it. They need to kill a character permanently. Don't Nick Fury him. <laughs> Excuse me. Yes. I don't need any of that. Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. I think it's going to be action-packed. We're going to get all the fight scenes we need. You know we're going to get the, the comedic relief in there at some point. Um, bring out... Bring out Spider-Man. God damn it. That's what I need. I need to walk away with a full erection because Spider-Man beat someone's ass so beautifully and so gracefully and then dropped a quirky little one-liner in there to, like, BM him. That's what I need. Oh, yes. Listen, one thing above all things, uh, and it's one of the similar points that you made, someone needs to die for realsies. Like, I will not feel like this has any stakes at all if all of them live and it's a happy little after story. No. It, okay, Robert Downey Jr.'s contract is up as Iron Man and Tony Stark. Chris Evans, uh, Captain America, his contract's up as Captain America. So somebody needs to go, um, and it needs to happen for realsies. No fake outs. It need, like, the tone needs to be real. Like, this is a two-part Avengers movie. Like, people need to die in this one, then maybe you can do some happy resolute at the end. I know I'm getting Spider-Man. We saw in the trailer. There's going to be a cool sequence. Even if that's the only sequence, I'm fine because that's the freaking Iron Spider suit is cool. I like it. Um, yeah, that's what I need. I need I need someone as well to die. 
for sure. So I think off contracts and forehead jewelry, I think we're looking at three deaths already. Yes, for sure. Guaranteed, it seems. Listen, I don't think Vision makes it. I don't know how anyone has watched this trailer and thinks that he's going to make it out because, like, I mean, it could be, you know, some magical trailer editing or whatever, but still, at some point in this movie, someone is removing the the stone from his head. The, like, death. He is going to die. It almost looked like it was Loki's scepter. It did. If almost. I'm thinking, I'm yeah. trying to remember. It, yeah, just like pulling it off or whatever. But it, for those of you who don't know, that's what keeps Vision going. He has a, a one of the Infinity Stones powers the Vision. Like that's a thing. So if you think maybe <laughs> maybe Doctor Strange helps him or does something cool, I, I'm doubtful. Oh, I would like to see Doctor Strange in this movie. Oh yes. Well. <clears throat> He'll definitely be there. Listen, anyone that you guys have seen in the Marvel movies in the last freaking how how many years? It's got to be at least 12. 10? 8? 10. It's 10 because Iron Man came out in 2008. Anyways, anybody in the last 10 years has been in this in these Marvel movies is going to be in Infinity War. Like the cast list is like 78 or 9, and that's just of the main heroes, not including any of the side characters that might pop up in there or anything like that. So, yeah, it's it's going to be a lot. Does Deadpool make an appearance? I don't think so. He they, did. <laughs> the contracts for that would have to be outrageous. Did you see that shade he threw in the trailer? I did. Though? I did. <laughs> oh, well, way to go, Thanos. <laughs> he's talking about Cable, and he's like, are you sure you're not a DC Universe <laughs> character? So dark. <laughs> As he's getting stabbed in the yes. neck with a knife. I love it. I love it. Um, I watched Deadpool last night, actually. Oh, nice. Very good movie. Very nice. All right, hot takes time. Hot takes. Hot takes and bold predictions were known to have a few. Bilky, do you have any off the top of your mind that you'd like to throw out there for the fans? You know, all six of them. All six of you will have to wait. <laughs> I, I'm curious to see what your hot takes are. You got me gassed up a little bit about it, so I'm gonna. I'll see if one pops in my head after I hear what you got. All right, I have an immediate hot take. As we know, currently. Tom Hardy is starring in a Venom movie without Spider-Man, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, everyone knows my opinion on this. Dumb idea. Stupid. I don't care what version of Venom you're doing. I don't care what storyline you're doing. He doesn't exist without Spider-Man. Bold take. In the trailer, looks like they're fighting on some kind of alien planet. Has an orangish tone, kind of like the cover of Secret Wars, in which Peter Parker gets the Venom symbiote attached to him. Hot take. In the midst of a fight with Thanos, we see him get slammed into the ground, yes. Okay. After he's knocked out for a bit, a small black substance crawls its way underneath his iron spider suit. And that's just all, it's all I need. If that happens, and then the Venom movie happens, I can fill in the rest. But I think if that happens, that's a hot take, and it'll work out that just is a hot take. fine. Boom! Hot take. You have more? That's it. Oh. Oh, um, one more possible hot take, but it's probably a very low percentage of things that could happen. All right, so we all know Captain America probably dies, or could die. And we know that in comics continuity, Sam Wilson was once Captain America for a good little bit here. I think it was mostly last year. So my hot take, if they want to go this route, I think what you do is you kill Cap, he passes down the shield to Sam Wilson, and then we get a solo Sam Wilson movie titled Take Back the Shield. And it's Ooh, that yes. would be sick. Yes, that's uh or not my Captain America. If either one of those runs makes it on the live screen, I'm opening night, I'm there. I mean, it's possible. Black Panther just blew everything out of the water. So That's why I made that prediction. Exactly. Simply because of the success of Black Panther, I see no reason why we can't have a black led uh, Captain America movie with Sam Wilson and Anthony Mackie reprising his role. For those of you who don't know, Sam Wilson is an African-American hero, also known as the Falcon. Falcon. Yes. He is Sam. the one with the big wings, like <laughs> a like Falcon. A, like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> He's also like Tony Stark's right-hand man at this point, I feel. Up there. He's close. Definitely Cap's big best buddy next to Bucky. Um, I think Bucky makes it out. Honestly, Bucky is the white wolf. I think, yeah, Bucky is the white wolf. He makes it out. Uh, hashtag Black Panther Wakanda forever. Um, yeah, those are my two main hot takes from this. Um, I have some other really sweaty ones, but I don't, they're definitely not going to happen. Like, I wanted, 
uh, an introduction of uh, Riri Williams, who becomes the female Iron Heart instead of Iron Man. But that that's not gonna happen ever. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah, Thor gets his a- his axe. That's my next. The, my only other hot take. Oh, shout out to Dakota. She's the one who knew what White Wolf was whenever we went to Marshall. Yes. I was like, damn. All right. All right, girl. Getting the knowledge out. There you go. I see you, girl. Um, I would like to see a Thor axe. Yes. That would be cool. Yes. I can mess with that. In um, true unworthy Thor fashion, I think he gets a a battle axe in this film, and then it completes that arc. I still want to see Hank Pym on the screen. Oh, yes. I know that's not like a hot <laughs> take or anything. That's just kind of me wanting to see Hank Pym. I liked him so much in Ultimate Alliance. So I was like, oh, man, how cool would it be? Hank Pym piloting them when they jump out and stuff like that. be cool. Does yes. Nick Fury make a return? Uh, no. Samuel L. Jackson is not on the casting list on IMDb. Interesting enough. Damn, so yeah. no Nick Fury in this movie. No Nick Fury. Isn't that weird? That is kind of strange. What do they do with him at the end of the... What movie was that? He he died or whatever, and they saw him. And oh, that was thing. Winter Soldier. That was Winter Soldier. He's just running around doing doing underground shield stuff, I guess. And I guess so. it's like Thor in the other Avengers movie or uh, Civil War. <laughs> it was like, yeah. where was Thor during Civil War? And then uh, then we later learn he was trying to save Asgard. I suppose. Yes, suppose. I guess. Maybe. Whatever. Whatever. It's, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> that reminds me of Taika Waititi. Whenever he's fucking <laughs> piss off, ghost. Yeah, he's holding. Oh, what was the little bug creature's name? I forget, dude. He's holding him. He's like, it's all right. The foundations are still there. And then oh, <laughs> oh, uh, they are. They are gone. They're gone. There's nothing. There are no. There's no foundation. <laughs> Oh, we yes. we don't deserve you, Mr. YTT. No, we do not. We, we do not. <laughs> what else we got lined up on this thing? Oh, let me tell you what we got lined up on this thing. I'm excited for Infinity Wars. All right, well, for all you Game of Thrones fans, and specifically those of you who are fans of Sansa Stark, um, yes. <laughs> the redhead goddess herself is going to be starring in a lead role in the next X-Men movie, X-Men Dark Phoenix, based on the very popular comic book run of the late uh, 90s-ish, I should say, <clears throat> drawn by Andy Kubert. Or, sorry, I think that was Joel Kubert. One of the Kuberts. Anyways, um, very famous run, very dark run, changed the game in X-Men for a long time. Chris Claremont, like the height of his writing ability. Oh, God, do it justice, please. X-Men 3 did a terrible job. I wanted to, like, cut my retinas from my eyeballs. Hugh Jackman saved the movie by himself. Good God. Dark Phoenix is scary for me because I I don't know. It's just like a typical movie cliche that they, with superheroes at least, that it'll always work out well in the end. It's like, oh, it's going to be okay. Let's have happy tones. But no, Dark Phoenix fucks everything, dude. No, she murdered. Okay. It's just a, a, a nominal being inside of Jean Grey. It's basically a monster. She just eats universes. Like in the original Chris Claremont uh, run, she eats an entire universe. Like think of our Milky Way system. She just That's a galaxy. Takes it That's away. not even our universe. Takes it away. Gone. Done. It. And just because it was hungry. It was just doing what a, a phoenix does. It was just acting like its instinctual self. Yeah. It, she... <laughs> Jesus. Dr. Xavier was like, Gene, let your powers loose in Apocalypse. She didn't even channel the Dark Phoenix, and she took out Apocalypse in, like, 15 seconds. Yes. Seriously. That was, like, two per- like not even a fraction of a percent of what full-blown Dark Phoenix could be in this movie. I'm excited. However, the news that I wanted to get to was this could possibly be the last Fox Marvel uh, X-Men or Fox Marvel film because it comes out after Deadpool. So we know that's that one's still in the can. That's going to happen because of this Fox Disney merger. What are your thoughts on it possibly being the last incarnation of a a different take on these Marvel characters by a different studio that's not Disney? You know what I mean? Well, I don't know because Disney for me, I, they're a scary company, dude. They <laughs> own like yes. Oh, I can't remember the number. Is a disturbing percentage of. Cable TV, I think. And just media in general. Media, they own, like, almost 50% of everything. Yeah. It is terrifying. So we're pretty much at the will of Disney to whether or not it's going to be good film. And that's terrifying because I like when other studios have takes on stuff because you never know who's working in there. They could have right. someone who really wants to do it by the book, and then you have other people who are just interested in making money, and that's never a good outcome for fans. <laughs> There's no way 
a Deadpool movie gets made under if like if Marvel had the or Disney Marvel had the rights to Deadpool. Like there's oh, no, no way never. that ever gets off the ground ever. Now, the only feasible way that I could see like Deadpool continuing and maybe this carnation of X-Men continuing if they don't want to just do a full-on reboot or anything is if maybe they make like a affiliate studio kind of like they have like Disney has several affiliate studios by the way. They make like a different one just for, you know, maybe the X-Men and other kinds of rated R type stuff so we can still get the good, you know, material that we want from these movies, but I I don't see that happening. I think it's just going to be full-blown reboot. Is X23 with Disney? X-23 technically belongs to Fox because it's in the X-Men universe. Okay, so we're going to get that one, too, at least. Hopefully. That, yeah. Dude, that trailer gave me chills. Yes. I want to watch. I need that to come <laughs> out, and I need it to be good. I want to be I want a thriller, suspenseful hero movie. Yes. That's going to be awesome. I want to be a little scared. And then the effects of this deal, you know, it's kind of shady because it's not actually done. Like, nothing's been signed over yet because the government still has to approve it and all that. But, like, New Mutants was supposed to be this horror X-Men movie. It's already got a PG-13 rating, and that's, uh, that's kind of suspect to me. I wanted it to be rated R, honestly. Like, that's highly suspect to me. Another Game of Thrones love is in there. Miss The one that plays uh, Anya Stark is in there. Arya. Arya Stark, excuse me. She's the lead in that one. Oh, uh, Maisie. Yes, Maisie Williams. She's mm, the lead in that she's one. She's awesome. She's dope, dude. She's so good. She is an awesome So actress. freaking good. Holy poop. Arya's been one of my favorite characters since the jump, and I was like, this chick is going to be a badass. And then she ends up being an assassin, dude. Of all things. Love it. Oh, man. But, um, but yeah, I, I, you know, if it is, then I guess we'll just have to live in a world where there's just one company making all these kind of movies and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe this gives leeway to DC to do some crazy stuff. Maybe this is the, the start of their, like, takeover. I don't know. I but, didn't even think about that. Like, cause, cause you gotta think everyone, like all these movies will feel the same, right? And then what DC should do if they had a brain would be like, okay, well, this is how they make their movies. We're gonna do stuff that's different, like to kind of do some counter programming, maybe. That's what the approach I would take. I don't know. Who are we? We're just we're just, we're just nerds just, talking just, about stuff. Who are we? I don't know. I'm just a guy with a logical brain. I, I use it when I see fit. Well, those in power. Don't clearly have logical don't. brains? <laughs> um, question mark. Yes. What else we got on the docket, dude? Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal for a while was rumored to be Batman in the next uh, DC movie. Speaking of, uh, great segue by I the way. I was gonna say we're ding, ding. we're here. Um, yeah. Uh, he declined the role after being eyed for several several months. Uh, I'm bummed, man. I'm really bummed. I wanted to see Jake Gyllenhaal be Batman. What about a Tom Hardy Batman? That would be savage. I think he could pull off the Batman. I'm not sure about his Bruce Wayne. If I'm going to be completely honest, okay, that's I'm be completely honest, you know, ah, I don't know. It would be a tough. I think it would be a tough role for him, but I think he can do that kind of stuff. Yeah, I he mean, he would kill this Batman though. Literally anyone that's just a good actor will be fine. Like I don't have a particular like look or mind. Like anyone that is good at acting and can deliver the lines uh, will be just fine, no problem. Um. Yeah. That's that's uh. That's it. David Harbor Batman. David Harbor Batman would be amazing. You saw how ripped he got for that Bro, Hellboy role. I, first of all, can't wait for that. Second of all, yeah, I think he could pull off like a kind of suave Bruce Wayne, like a definitely older, grittier Bruce Wayne, or he could play a Thomas Wayne in like a Flashpoint movie. That'd be cool. That would be cool. You know, Ooh. like Dad Bruce, like you know. I want to get a Red Hood movie. Oh God. Dude. We are digging. Deep, I know we're sir. just going. We're just jumping down the fucking rabbit hole here. Oh man! But while we're on the topic of superhero and superherodom, there is one Fantastic Four movie that worked in two thousand one. It just happened to be called The Incredibles. Damn. In case, in case anyone is confused, we're talking about the Disney Pixar animated oh. film that is literally the best version of Fantastic Four that we have ever gotten on the silver screen. Ever. Pun intended. Silver Surfer fucking sucked. I watched <laughs> oh it last night. God. Or I tried. I literally tried oh. to watch it last night. That's why I was geeking when he said that. So hurt, dude. So hurt. Silver, anyway. Sur he, Silver Surfer was the coolest part of that movie, and that's not saying listen, a lot. <laughs> listen. Listen, Jessica Alba, at the height of her like popularity, literally got butts in seats because of boobs and butt. Uh... Yeah, they had to make her naked. How many times did they do the, I oh, mean, the invisible woman? Give me a break, clothes. man. The misogyny 
never ends. Never ends in Hollywood. Um, get your money, though, Jessica. Do your uh, thing. Get your thing, boo. But, I mean, come on. Maybe take some acting lessons and get an Academy Award like <gasps> Meryl Streep. I said it. I said it. Hot take. I Deep said it. cuts. It's like she was, she, she was at the same place Angelina Jolie was before Angelina Jolie said, nah, I'm going to run this shit. And then she decided to work really hard at her acting stuff, got a couple Academy nods, and now she's like a powerhouse actress. Not Jessica Alba, though. Not at all. Dude, do you remember Salt? Great movie. Holy Love shit. Love Salt. I was trying to think of more serious Angelina Jolie roles, and Salt was a good-ass Like, movie. imagine that Angelina Jolie doing the original two Tomb Raiders. We'd have, like, six of them. Oh, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Speaking of, you saw Tomb Raider, did you not? I did, but I'm saving that for our video game section. Oh, I guess it, technically it is. Because technically it's based on the last uh, Tomb Raider game, the definitive edition that came out in, like, 2015, 14, I think. Oh, wait, 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 yeah, The Incredibles. That's what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, but anyways, Incredibles. So we got to look at Jack-Jack. He's OP as F, you know. Yeah, ban Jack-Jack. Ban Jack-Jack <laughs> if you're... <laughs> if you're in champ select, ban him. <laughs> ban Jack-Jack. Um, we got the narrative again. It's reversed from the first Incredibles. Now we got Elastigirl going out and doing stuff while Dad stays at home with Frozone, kind of doing a buddy-dad situation. I love it. I can't wait. Bilky, what did you like most about this trailer? Um... I love that it appears that Dash and Violet have more control over their powers. We get little sneak yes. peeks of what they can do. Yes. <laughs> Violet's telling Dash to wash his hands, and he just, like, shakes them <laughs> super fast, kind of like the Flash when he messes up the, the gorilla. Oh, yeah. What's that? What's his name? Gorilla Grodd. Gorilla Grodd, dude. I watched that clip the other day. You were talking about yeah, it? Yeah, bro. <laughs> just launched his okay. ass. He's like, do the reverse Flash. Okay. <laughs> um... I like that Edna Mode is still in the movie. She's Edna gonna Mode. <laughs> She's gonna make her appearance. Frozone's wife is making her reappearance. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. You um, better be back here ASAP. <laughs> exactly. I think it's gonna be good. I Incredibles was Incredibles one was amazing. They took a lot of time to make the second one. There's no way it can be bad. I'm being optimistic. I'm getting my hopes up. I'm doing it. Listen, all of us kids grew up. That that was our movie, okay? My genera our generation was the Incredibles. We have all grown and we are tired of we were tired of waiting and now it's here, okay? So keep your punk kids who don't even know what the Incredibles are out of the theater. We get first dibs in there. I don't want to hear any crying babies. I don't want to hear any toddlers running around not sitting in their seat. All right. Sick of it. Fucking sick of it. <laughs> I agree though. I'm trying to go see that movie first. There's ASAP. a there's a little eight-year-old in my way. I'm going to drop kick him out. Eight years old? Boy, you don't even remember 9-11. Get your ass to the exactly. back of the line. You don't oh, know a goddamn thing. There's going to be those those young old oh, people. Yes, for sure. For sure. But on to video games, the segment where we do, like, you know. Games. Games and things <laughs> and, and stuff. And I won't go over DC stuff. Black Lightning, incredible series. Best first season of DC television that's ever been made, for sure. Uh, Flash. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Supergirl, also, please kill me. Um, and then Legends was very fun, always entertaining. I enjoy Legends always. What happened with Arrow? Arrow is good. Uh, it's just it's this thing that the DC TV shows are kind of stuck with, where they have twenty three episodes in every season, right? So like you can have momentum going, but then they can't really defeat the big bad of the season yet. So they have to do all these stupid little filler episodes in between. So it's like. You know, if they were all, I think for all these shows to work and to be as good as maybe Black Lightning is right now, I think they should cut all the shows down to 18 episodes, run them in succession. Don't do the stupid thing where they also did this this, this year. They did an experiment. They got halfway through, or not halfway, a little over 75% done with Supergirl season, stopped it, started the entirety of Legends, ran that through, and now they're catching up to Supergirl and finishing out that season because they were all in the Monday night time slot instead of just putting it on Wednesday nights, oh which was God. open. Yeah, I know. It's so stupid. Um, but, yeah, so maybe a little less of that. If they cut down to 18, I think all the shows would benefit. Um, but, yeah, I, overall, I, I think Arrow is still probably – this is one of my favorite, more, more, more favorite seasons of Arrow. Nice. I think that's something anime studios do really well because we all know – well, I don't know if we all know – but manga is very long. Oh, God. Yeah. Very long. And a lot of the times these shows, if you watch on Netflix, it'll break it down into seasons. But they only have, like, up to 36 episodes, sometimes at the most. A lot of them are 18 to 26. Yep. And you get 
exactly what you need. You're not going to get all the gritty details that a manga might hold, but you get what you came for. And I think shows like run by DC could learn a lot, honestly. They really could. I'm just, I mean, Black Lightning was only 13 episodes, yet I had more character development, more story, more heart in those 13 episodes than the like freaking 46, 49. 59 combined episodes of the other three shows like it's just it was so good and i think if they compacted all the other shows down more they would all benefit greatly and i i really hope that approach happens but anyways it's like how with science with atoms you apply more pressure to an enclosed area the atoms are going to start to move around faster exactly more things going to pop off in the show if you push it down a little (laughs) bit just take it down a notch right we don't need 23 episodes every season just run 18 and run them all in succession that's just them trying to sap out viewers each week it to really keep the ratings up. It really is. It's it's tragic. Uh, Shame but, on you. And the sad thing is, like the season four of the Flash is still very interesting, but like every episode, there's still something that's just like, oh, why? You know, they're all like threes out of fives so far. Dude, that show's gonna die soon. I think they're not gonna, unless they, they redeem it next season. And I'm telling you, the only way to do it is to do the Godspeed arc. That I, can't, I get it. You gave us a break. You're doing the freaking thinker for the season because you didn't want it to be another speedster. But I swear to God, if you would just look at the freaking Godspeed arc that just came out from DC Rebirth and adapt that, you would be fine. I don't Those even think they pay attention to that shit, honestly. They do. They there's de- they definitely do, but it's just it's their execution. It's their they know what they want to do. Like every episode you watch, you can see exactly what they want to do. It's just then they go try to execute it, and you're like, sweet God, something else could have been written here. Like anything. Anything else could have been written here. Um, I could have taken an Uber and wrote a script on my notes, yes. and it could have been better. Yes, I swear to God, dude. Sometimes, dude. That's uh, right. Whatever. But video games. Uh, Tomb Raider, the most recent of video game films, as as some of you know, video game movies do not have a great track record at the box office, oh. except for Mortal Kombat, best video game movie of all time. Don't watch Warcraft. Don't do it. I watched Warcraft. It was Waste awful. It was awful. It was pretty bad, wasn't I it? I couldn't I couldn't get into the characters. The acting was just <laughs> shit. The CGI didn't even look that good. No, it didn't. I'm like, how are you gonna bad. make a whole horde look like <laughs> look like the Warcraft movie or like uh, what is it called? I think the original game might have just been called Warcraft. Yes. Like, yes, my lord. Yeah, my, my, lord. Work, my lord. It looked like I was watching an eight bit. Oh, video man. game on the screen. I was it like, is this bad. is garbage. But um, Tomb Raider was looking to change the game by getting Academy Award winning actress Alicia Vikander to star in the role as uh, Laura Croft. And I will say this. Bless her parents. That's all I'm going to say real quick. First of all, bless her parents. Beautiful child. Great actress. Second of all, this movie shocked me in a lot of ways that I didn't think I was going to be shocked going into a Tomb Raider movie. Okay? I thought for sure... We're going to get some, like, kind of Indiana Jones-ish action-adventure. I got that. I thought for sure we were going to get some, like, kind of cool combat scenes and stuff. I got that. What I didn't think was ever going to happen in this movie, even with Alicia Vikander being in there, was that I would have a lot of story and emotional development of a character in Laura Croft. Like, that hit me like a brick on the side of the forehead out of nowhere. It was an incredible thing to watch her do. She literally put this movie on her back and carried it across the finish line mm-hmm. because everyone else was kind of whatever, but you could tell she's one of those actresses that makes the people around her better. So, I mean, I imagine I can't imagine if this movie can somehow get some legs or get a little bit more money under its belt because it didn't do that great its opening weekend and get a sequel and they maybe get some better talent around her. I think there's low-key a great little franchise here. I'll watch anything with Alicia Vikander in it. Dude, there's there's a scene where she's like boxing, you know? Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she's wearing like a just the sports bra and stuff. Like looks like a normal UFC person, but then like she gets choked from behind and then like the light the way the light hits on like on her abdominals, I was just like, Oh. Well, all right. This chick would whoop my ass. Whoop my ass. <laughs> Girl, you can tomb raid me all you need to. Ooh. All you need to. She wanna fuck with my crew. <laughs> Jump in my backpack level two. <laughs> exactly. But um, giving it a hard see it, if you can find a theater, definitely it's worth your money. You get plenty of action, uh, a lot of emotional beats that you're not going to be ready for from Alicia Vikander and the guy that plays her father. Excuse me for not knowing his name. Um, But yeah, definitely worth your money. Go see Tomb Raider. I mean, I need to see it. I still haven't watched it. Yeah, get your butt to the theater, dude. 
I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do it. I'm trying to think of what I've watched recently. I've been watching old films like Snatch. Oh. Really cool movie, Good honestly. Movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a great movie. <laughs> I watched. Ah, um, oh, that's slipping me. It's with Tom Hardy where he plays an Irishman. An Irish gangster, but he plays two roles. They're brothers, and he plays both of them. I know which one you're talking about. That was a cool I movie. I can't remember what it's called, but I know which one you're talking about. Cool movie. It it kind of distracted me at first because one of the accents of the brother is really strange, and I just I'm not knowledgeable on that part of the world as far as their accents go. So I mean, it could be okay because you go somewhere in London, they have an accent. Then you move east, they have a different accent. So right, he could have been knocking it out of the park for all I know. Right. Is that mango? It is mango. Oh, nice. Can I yeah. try that? Can yeah, you, you can go. Can, can I get a little? You can if you Thanks, want. dude. We are not sponsored by them, but. Um, sponsored yeah. by whom I'm doing nothing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, moving right it. along as we usually do, we got to talk about League. We both play it. It's time. Uh, congratulations off the top to Team Liquid for winning the spring split. A little, little, little round of applause to you. Beat the hell out of 100 Thieves. Like, they had no chance in that game, dude. I mean, shout out to 100 Thieves. They made it there, but, but no, damn, they, didn't they weren't have, ready. They didn't have a chance to beat them. They were not ready, dude. The way they threw Baron, the way they lost objective control almost instantly at 20 minutes every game, like, wow. Medio struggled. I don't think it was necessarily his fault, but he was put into a lot of situations that he just could not recover from, and I think that was the focus of Liquid was to take out their jungle. And also, I think tw- after they took out the jungle, they moved on to the next two games. They focused top lane. Like, they're... 100 Thieves top laner could do nothing. He was he got counterpicked a lot, and then also they just camped up there for the whole game and got him so far behind. The rest of the team couldn't pick up the slack. It was unfortunate. And the reason they were able to do that so efficiently is because Doublelift and Ole just ran the bot lane. <laughs> oh my dude. god, dude. Doublelift was on it, dude. He didn't... I think his KDA with Caitlyn through four games was 36-0 and something else. Jeez. He literally did not die on the Caitlyn during those like four playoff games. Even in the series prior to 100 Thieves, his he was still coming over without dying. And again, it, it came. It always comes down to champ select when you guys are watching these uh, championship series or like the professional League of Legends players. They they knew if they did four tanks and a Caitlyn, they were going to win the game. And basically, it's what they did. They might not have been the most ideal tanks for every situation, but essentially, as long as there are four bodies in front of double lift, you will not lose a game. And they knew that, so that's what they did. And they couldn't, like team you know 100 thieves could not counter it it was great congratulations to double if though this is his third NALCS title with a different team yeah that's uh that's like god tier right there he brought clg i'm so glad he did it with clg i'm a fan for life so watching that culminate from when i started watching league uh, and solo mid is yeah, they did it. He did it with TSM and now with Liquid. I mean, he's just moving on to each rival squad and just winning with them. <laughs> but I hope they do well in Worlds. I hope they do well at um, uh, what's it called? Wow, my mind's escaping me now. It's um, IBM, I believe. I think that's I-E-M? the next one. Yeah, something. Like it was in Katowice last time, yeah. but uh, yeah, I think that they can do well potentially for once. It, NA never does well on the world stage, and it's sad. You, we always have like three or four teams that make it in. Cloud Nine's the last one every time, and then we just put all our hopes on Sneaky Shoulders, and <laughs> he can't yeah. do it. Have you seen his cosplays recently? I have not. Uh, they're disturbingly accurate. Oh, God. He did a Elementalist Lux cosplay, which set the internet ablaze, because he looked like a female. Oh, yeah. His makeup was so good, <laughs> oh, and God. he had boobs, dude. Is he, like, secretly gay? I don't know. I was I actually wondering that. So he did the first one. It was maybe a streamer thing with his chat. Like, I'm going to do the Lux cosplay, blah, blah, blah. That's some, like, live girl Pornhub shit. He needs, he needs yeah, to check dude. himself, He bro. probably had people <laughs> fapping to him, dude. And then he did this pizza delivery Siver cosplay. Oh, actually, I think I saw Cutie Pie's video on that. That was funny as hell. Yeah, dude. He looks like a female. I was like, it's what is crazy. going on here? He's got, I guess, just a soft baby face, and then you just slap makeup on it. You got nerds confused. Hey, They're like, oh, oh why Jesus. are you hotter than my girlfriend? Oh, God. That's what the chat was saying, dude. I was like, damn, you're just throwing shade at your significant other. God bless America. But you're also typing to a, a young male. Yeah, that's it's just it's just weird, okay? I'm not like against LGBT or whatever, it but it's just a little weird. Yeah, love whoever the fuck you want. I don't care. But uh, as I mentioned, I pull, I'm pulling up the tier list right now. We're going to give you some, some picks you guys can use in, in certain roles in this re- most recent patch, 8.8. Uh, 
top lane, you know, Karthus is good as always. Uh, I saw Gangplank up there as well. Bot lane, you know, Draven, Ezreal, uh, Kaisa still probably Twitch. Um, support uh, as far as range supports, Janna and Sonar still top two. Um, if you're more of an engaged tanky guy, Rakan, the best best support in the game, in my opinion. Um, and then uh, Bard. You know, I love Bard. Yes, some Bard. <laughs> uh, mid lane, Aurelian Soul is climbed his way out of forgottenness and kind of gotten back in the yeah, meta, bro. Nice. It's real nice. He's uh, just so good in a team fight as far as zoning and spacing goes. Oh yeah, for that's sure. essentially how it is. If you have a melee tank top lane, you play Karthus or Quinn or something, and then if you need range, you just play the OP Janna in the bot lane, or you just play the all in supports. It's it's. Essentially, distance yourself until you can farm and grow and get picks and then utilize macro in that sense. Or you just take the up-close all-in fights, and that's where you find your Dravens and your Ezreals. And then, Pretty much. Then you just play Twitch, Janna, Karthus, and you're fine. Pretty much. And then, uh, of course, moving on to the jungle, uh, Shaco. God, when is he not in the meta, man? I mean, really. Uh, Shaco's up there. Wait, who, who is, which that's one? Rek'Sai. Yeah, Rek'Sai. Of course, Rek'Sai is in there. Um, Evelyn's kind of making her way back up, but still, I would say pick Udir or um, Kha'Zix. You know, Kha'Zix has that risky business of the early game, but mm -hmm. most people can suffice that, and you'll be fine. I'm glad Lee Sin's making an appearance back. I've always liked yes, that champion. he's kind of gotten back up in there. Uh, mid lane, Annie, uh, Aurelian Soul, as we mentioned. Uh, Zillion, he can actually, he's actually more of a flex pick. You can just pick Zillion and then see what your team does in response. <laughs> Either you can go support and nuke people bot lane, or you can go mid lane and nuke people mid lane. Either way... Really good champion, pretty safe champion, and really easy to use as well. You know what would be fun? I always think about this. If they made a vanilla version of League where they released every champion as they were on their actual release date. Oh my god, that'd be crazy. Yeah, like same original stats. There would obviously be a lot of OP champs now that would probably be older champs, but I think it would be cool to go back to their old abilities yes. or like their old OP moves. Because like, when you played Lee Sin, his W cooldown off minions, wards, allies, whatever, was very short. You could move around a lot. And then they made the changes to where if you don't W to an ally, you have an increased cooldown and all that stuff. You used to be able to shield minions. Whoa. Yeah. So that's you, a game changer. It really was as far as split pushing goes because that's an extra tower shot for whoever you shield. Yeah. That's a lot of <laughs> that's push lot over of... <laughs> time. It doesn't seem like a lot. Maybe you protect a caster for one more hit. That adds up, though. It does. It that gets really the wave up, building. It's, it's awesome. But that'll never happen, so but whatever. Yeah. But those are our uh, recommendations. Um, sleeper picks for me, probably I'm always going to go Talia mid lane. A uh, little rough right now on the patch, 8.8 uh, .8 in the last couple. She's just not what she used to be uh, since she got some Q nerfs and stuff. Zoe's always a fun pick if you really want to change things up. Um, bot lane, Kaisa or die, dude, right now. Seriously. like If you learn how to play that champion, you will ride her to victory. I swear to God. Super fun champ. So I'm going to continue playing Vayne and Lucian, though. Yeah, Vayne and Lucian are always fun picks as well. Um, but, yeah, so that's it for uh, League news and video games. So now we're moving on to some stuff that, you know, we haven't done in a while. Hi! Hi! Bilky! What's up? Hi. It's been a hot minute, hasn't it? Hi! Been been out doing the volleyballs and people been doing master's degrees. It's crazy. It is crazy, man. Life's coming out as quick here, Mr. Carey. It's going absolutely insane. I haven't had time to do anything. Yeah, when was the last time you hit the links? I mean, my God. I went down to Soulard. I went out to California recently, but that was about it. Jesus Christ. Christ, we need to take a break. You want to go fishing or something? Absolutely, because it's time for If You Want to Read. It's time for If You Want to Read. That segment of the show <laughs> where we give you some comic book reading recommendations or just stuff we've been checking out lately and, and stuff like that. Uh, recently, while I was in California, I saw Ready Player One. It was really good. Liked it. Classic Steven Spielberg. Great movie. Loved it. Yeah, I need to watch that. Everyone keeps telling me it's pretty good. Yes. And then I uh, also finished a great little anime called Before the Beginning. Uh, it's a little thriller, horror mystery. If you like um, uh, Tokyo Ghoul or Death Note, if you like those, you'll like this anime. It's really good. I appreciated it. I'm going to watch it now. Do it. I'm going I'm to do it. Do it. Uh, watch Fate Apocalypse. Apocalypto? Oh, yeah. Apocalypse? Yeah. I'm making Apocalypse. my way through that as well. Great it's amazing. Anime. Have you watched... Um, Unlimited Blade Works? No. You should watch Unlimited Blade Works. 
honestly, I think the Fate series is awesome. Unlimited Blade Works was really cool. If you don't know, essentially, it's like a holy war that goes on, I guess, in modern day. It's yeah. been going on for a long time. We're in modern day. The holy war continues. You have um, masters and servants. And the masters are similar to mages. They can do spells and stuff like that. They have magic. It just depends on each person and how hard they train. And what they do is they summon a servant, and these servants are fabled heroes and legends of the past. So you have Joan of Arc as the the sword lady. You have yes. you have old archers. You have assassins. Achilles, yeah, Achilles. <laughs> it's it's freaking awesome if you look at it that way. And so what they do is they just have a war over the Holy Grail where they have to eliminate the other masters and servants. Now take that and add a team like a team scenario to it. That's what Apocalypse is about. Two teams full of masters and servants fighting. Once there is a team that is victorious, the teammates then battle each other for the Holy Grail. Oh my God. Super cool idea. I like it a lot. I love it. Um, if you want some more live action kind of TV and you're a fan of, he is Cal Drogo. Yes. What is his name? Oh. Oh. Also uh, Jason Momoa. Yes. Jason Momoa. Watch the show Frontier on Netflix. Oh, yes. Super cool. Yes. It's about fur trapping back in the 1870s, I believe. They're up north. It's got French influences, I want to say. Really cool. Kind of Games of Throny, but kind of not. Just a more serious drama with Jason Momoa. So, I mean, how can you not like it? I will tell you one show to watch if you are a fan of Game of Thrones, and it's called Black Sails. It used to be on Stars. Uh, I don't know if it's getting another season or not because the last thing I saw was 2017 for season four. Um, but uh, if you can, if you like Game of Thrones, like the political intrigue, the backstabbing, and you also like pirates. Yeah, I said pirates. Swashbuckling, rum-drinking pirates. Then check out Black Sails. Yeah, we were talking about that when I picked so it up from good. the airport. I need so to watch good, that. So good, dude. So good. I love it. Um, I'm also doing a little – I'm trying to finish Lost in Space. It's a reimagining, retake, redo on Netflix of the classic sci-fi 1960s movie. Um, and it's really interesting how they kind of just took the, the premise of the movie from the 60s and made it, um, like, modern. They just updated everything. It's futuristic now. It's still got a classic uh, child sci-fi feel. Like, you can watch this with your kids. It's rated PG. You know, it's, like, not a big deal. Um, and it's just a really good series so far, and I'm almost done with it. It's I, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, everyone who's – Words are hard. Yeah, we haven't done this in a while. <laughs> <laughs> everyone who's I've spoken to about it has just given me the best reviews. They yes. keep recommending it. So try out – Lost in Space. And if you haven't ever seen the original Lost in Space, it's black and white, and obviously it's dated, but go watch it. Like It's interesting to watch that and then go see the new take on it on Netflix. I feel like people will not watch older films just because it doesn't look as pleasing, I suppose, as yeah. modern films. But they're very good. Yeah, I mean, the, I still will watch the original Superman like just because I can. Like Obviously, the effects are dated, but... Christopher Reeve, that's my Superman. When I envision like a Superman character, I like that classic, smiling, hopeful, uh, kind of charismatic and somewhat witty. He's not like Spider-Man witty, um, but he, he just kind of got that that cockiness about him when he's, he's fighting. A symbol you know? of badass justice. Like he'll just crack a smile as he's punching you through like six buildings. You know what I mean? Um, that kind. That's my Superman. So what? Like, that's why I have such a problem with Man of Steel. Um, but anyway, that's a whole other thing. Or whatever. But uh, as far as comic book recommendations, out this week uh, was the 80th anniversary. It was the 1,000th issue of Superman, speaking of. Um, I am going to go pick up a copy at some point. I know Jim Lee has done variant covers. They've had Georgie Menez do variant, um, variant covers. He did uh, the most recent Super Sons uh, on, at DC. So, yeah, it's, it's incredible to think that one character has gotten – along this far in comic books for a thousand issues it's amazing that's incredible to me so definitely go pick that up that's the most uh, highly recommended reading recommendation i can probably give you off of this list for sure 
Did you see Todd Knox take on the Superman for his 80th birthday? Sure did. It was Classic. amazing. Classic. Looked good. Amazing. Love it, man. Did you end up seeing a Silver Surfer? Yes. Yes, I did. How good was that? It was dope. I wish I had the markers to do that because I, I know. I need, I need to expand my Copic collection. I was showing that to Bounds, and I was like, dude, these markers are insane. <laughs> like, you can do so much. And I, people don't geek over markers. <laughs> But arty, artsy people do, and yes. they're really fucking cool. Listen, if they're the best of their brand. I'm sorry. Like, there's other companies that have tried to make kind of cheaper versions of them that kind of work. But seriously, like, you're paying for what you get. Like, there's a reason they're as priced as what they are, and that's why I only have, like, the, the set that I have. Like, I, I wish I had more money to get more of them. I do. Does money buy happiness? It can buy, it can buy some, all right? Not everything, but it can surely buy you some. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I can't say it'll buy you all your happiness, but I can sure as shit say that it'll help you get there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bilky, we have done it. We we came back with ferocity and accuracy, kind of. Um, Little stumbles along the way, but, but we, whatever. But we've done it again for zero dollars, and that is because we host our podcast on podcast.com, the best place to host your podcast because it gives you unlimited storage and free optimized search engine capabilities. It's good. It's very good. It's good. You can check us, check us out on iTunes uh, at, uh, you know, a little bit of nerd. All you got to do is type in a little bit. It'll pop right up in your search bar and your podcast thing. If you don't know what that is, by the way, a lot of people don't know they have podcasts on their iPhone, by the way. It's it's incredible. It's it's literally pre-programmed into your phone. You, you're gonna look for a little purple icon with a. It's kind of like a triangle, and there's some some uh, like satellite circles coming out of it. It's in it's in one of your like base settings on your iPhone. Like you can't miss this, by the way. Um, and then if you're a weird Android person, just go to podcast.com/slash a little bit of nerd, and we'll be there. We will. I will be waiting, Andrew. Wait. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you can follow me on twitter and instagram and send us any crazy recommendations or stuff you guys are watching uh you can follow me at jalen holston where can they follow you mr bilkey please talk to me oh i'm so alone oh <laughs> <laughs> no but you can find me on twitter at lg bilks you can find me on instagram at b-i-l-k-o-z-b-y open for your interpretation beautiful mate we'll check you back next week with some more sweaty nerdiness and uh, hopefully it won't be a, a huge break this time. Nah, we can't let that happen. Nah, nah, we'll be back next week. Anyways, check you later, nerds. Bye-bye.